0: Tartanites and welcome back to another episode of Talking Tartanites. I'm Tania and I'm coming to you from Scotland. And I'm Mona, coming from Sweden. Hello there Mona and welcome. How are things today?
1: Things are okay, thank you.
0: And how are you? I'm doing really well, thank you for asking. So obviously we had a lot of fun with last week's topic, which was the five essential items for art journaling. And if you haven't listened to that podcast already, I would recommend you listening to that one before this one because this week we're going to be talking about the five essential extras for art journaling. So the things that are essential for certain types of art journaling, and some of them we talked a little bit about um, last week, um, but we didn't. They didn't make the top five essential items. And one of those things was a type of glue because collaging is something that many art journalers do within their art journaling. Is there any particular type of glue that you enjoy using in your art journal?
1: Yes, I like uh, Ranger's Matte Medium. Mhm. Yeah, whatever it's called. I think it's called Matte Medium only, actually, Ranger's. Mm-hmm. That's the one that I bought first and I have stuck to it. So I like that one. But I also, may I say, I like to use um,
0: stick glues. Who's okay this? uh-huh you who you who <laughs> uh-huh you know what i mean that yeah one. as opposed to you <laughs> 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 yeah that, that is definitely a glue that i don't forget the name of <laughs> yeah. so i got that too yeah but yeah I,
1: for collaging i mostly use uh, uh the matte medium
0: and you Uh, Well, I um, started off using uh, a matte medium, but not by rangers. Um, I actually bought golden matte medium. Uh, It was because of the video that I watched at the time. And I know that we've touched on this in the previous podcast, where golden is actually a little bit more expensive. I'm sure that there are other less expensive uh, mediums. Um, I just haven't bought any. And because it's lasted me for so long, um, I've never actually had to buy... Another medium, <laughs> so I've kind of stuck with uh, my matte medium. But I also, like you, um, I will sometimes use a stick glue. I've I've used the cheaper ones. They they are rubbish. Um, they <laughs> they are. They they don't like to, the, the the things come off the pages if you use the cheaper ones. I'm sure that there is probably a cheaper version out there that is fantastic. But I just haven't found one yet. <laughs> Me
1: neither. I bought, actually, because I, w- I was running out of um, glue sticks. Uh-huh. So I bought one from the gr- grocery store, and it was rubbish. I mean, I, I teared things. It, it went crazy. Uh-huh. So I, I just uh, got online, and I ordered some <laughs> <laughs> both one that is <clears throat> blue. Uh, yes, blue when you put it on, but it, it, uh, when it dries, it's clear. Mm-hmm. And the usual YooHoo, so I
0: bought two. So now I have it. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Is collaging something that you do a lot of, or is it just that uh, you dabble in it?
1: No, I just dabble in. I I started a little. Well, I have done it before. Uh, sometimes I do like I put down paint, acrylics, mm-hmm. uh, a couple of layers, and um, and then I collage something. On it, actually, to have a vo- uh, focal focal point. Mm-hmm, that's word, mm-hmm. yeah. So and or just make something interesting on the sides. It, it's all depending. But I I have not done a lot of it. I will admit, but I want to get into it more actually. So that's why I wanted to to get some more glue
0: sticks and and things like that. Mm-hmm. And collaging can can be something. That either you can collage something in to, to get a bit of different colour, or you can collage, like you were saying, a focal point. Um, so, it, you know, what types of collage um, would you necessarily use? And would that be something that, um, that you would consider to be on the um, essential item list? Um, I have used uh, a little of everything actually. <laughs> ephemera
1: i have used uh, uh from magazines that i have ripped out um uh, what do you call pattern paper uh, uh what do you call that when you get uh, cutouts what do you call them cutouts uh, or am um, die cuts die cuts that's the word so I, I so you can both buy and you can actually get from magazines or books or anything huh. i use everything so
0: yeah, so I suppose essentially you can you can either specially buy a particular yes. um, collage material, yes, uh, or you can use what you have handy, something for free. Yes. I like free. Yeah, <laughs> me too. And you can actually,
1: um, if you draw something, and or paint on another paper, you can cut that out or rip it apart a little and put it in the the art journal too. So you can with your own art from another place
0: (laughs) yeah yeah of course it it makes sense of of course absolutely um i know from my experience um i have had some really good um backgrounds and what i've done is i've actually um scanned it onto the computer um to give me the ability to print it back out again so i can use it as many times as i want because it's my artwork I'm yes. um, not getting into the, the realms of copyright uh, because if we're, if we're selling our work, then that's something I think that um, we really need to be um, thinking about right from the off is uh, copyright. That's something to, to, to consider. It's, it's a bit of a minefield and a whole different um, topic for a whole different yes. <laughs> podcast. But I think yes. it's worth kind of mentioning to, to, to um, people starting out uh, that you know, it's it's something to consider if you're if you're looking at this as a, a way of of beginning to make money. Um, that you know that there are sort of copyright um, issues and um, scanning other people's work to use again and again is is not the best oh no no thing to do. Um, but it's fine to do it for your own work. You know, if there's something that you've done, then, um, you know, scan it and use it as many times as you like. But it's it's something to be, be mindful of uh, for, for, for other things. So definitely with collage materials, that would definitely be an item, an essential item. Yes. So we're looking at glues number one and collage materials number two. Some of the other things in collage materials. Tissue paper. Yes, Um, that's particularly good Um, and another thing to be mindful of with collage is if you do too much of it in the one journal your journal ends up getting really bulky and it won't shut anymore so the thinner the thinner the paper the better for the collage but as you and I know that's not always going to be possible is it (laughs) and the napkins you can use napkins too oh yes napkins they're fun to use there are so many different types of napkins um, out there, isn't there? Yes. Um, the, the only issue I have with napkins is when you buy them, you buy them in a pack. Yes. <laughs> um, so then you end up having all these napkins of the same design. <laughs> have you got any thoughts of um, how you can overcome this challenge? You can swap with others.
1: Uh-huh. Send us uh, Happy Meals. Yes. Is it that? Or you can simply use the napkins for dinner.
0: <laughs> yes. That would definitely be a good a good solution, wouldn't it? Yes. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Yeah. And I think in you know, um, hinting to families, um, you know, that if they're ever in uh, you know, restaurants that have fancy napkins yes. uh, that are paper napkins, of course, not proper fancy napkins <laughs> as in the material ones, but uh you know, that maybe they could uh, not use the napkin and bring it home. No, 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 (laughs) no. If it's got a nice pattern on it, don't use it on your mouth. No, no, no.
1: (laughs) Even though it would be kind of interesting to get some (laughs)
0: stains here and there. (laughs) (laughs) Indeed, indeed. Oh. Oh, dear. Yeah, so, yeah, napkins are fun. Yes. Um, and and for those um, who don't really know how to use napkins, um, with napkins you get different um, thicknesses. And essentially, what you're what you need to be able to do is you need to be able to uh, take off the backing of the napkins. Um, so if they're um, two ply, then there's obviously only two layers to them. If they're three or four ply, um, it's really only the the um, the top layer with the pattern yes. that you're you're looking to to use. Um, so that kind of comes into the realms of it's thin. Um, uh, and uh, it's it can be quite challenging to um, put down. Uh, don't oh, expect yes. to put down the napkins and not have any wrinkles in them unless you are absolutely have been do, at it for years and are an absolute expert. Um, <laughs> but I, I'm not sure that there's um, such a thing as, as a, a wrinkle-free uh, application of a napkin in an art journal. Oh, no. I saw actually someone the other day. I can't remember now
1: where it was on YouTube, of course. Someone that had found a special medium for it was an, a napkin glue, I think. That was very good for glue uh, with with napkin. Oh, okay. I, I can imagine it's it's an expensive one. I don't know for sure. I didn't check it out. So, uh-huh. but it was interesting because it was the first time that I heard of it.
0: Okay, That's, that is interesting. I I um. I can't think of, of anywhere that I've heard about um special napkin glue. Um hmm. I wonder if it's maybe a little bit thinner, perhaps, um, to allow the napkin to soak in, you yeah. know, that it'll actually soak into the napkin as well as adhere to the um the the art journal. But from my perspective, um I think sometimes having the wrinkles in it it, it just adds a little bit of texture really, doesn't it? I agree. I totally agree. Yeah. And it adds adds to the, the, the effect. So, you know, um, there's a whole plethora. And I suppose we could actually potentially, um, you know, have a whole podcast that's simply talking about collage and collage yes. materials, because there is so much um, that uh, could be talked about. As we've said, essentially, there's the two things that you either specially buy for sticking in, or uh, use uh, freebies, so um, things that uh, come through your door, for example, yes. you know, your, your junk mail, that kind of thing yes. um, c- can be uh, used um, as, uh, as well as um, if you have magazines. They're not free, obviously, because you have to buy the magazine in the first instance. However, um, you, know, it's, you know, you're recycling yes. what you've uh, bought to read. So once you've right. read it, you can use it for something else. So you're getting a bit more value out of your money. Absolutely. So what do you think could be on number three on our essential uh, extras for art journaling? Well,
1: I, speaking for myself, I, I love stencils.
0: Ah, uh, stencils. yes.
1: You can do a lot with that. You get patterns or a subject or words, numbers, anything. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm,
0: yes. I do love stencils. Uh, I I struggle a little bit to buy stencils, not because they're expensive or because they are difficult to use or anything. Uh-huh. It's that there are so many to choose from. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I struggled because, you know, it's something that you would have to use on a regular basis. And a, a lot of the stencils that I've been looking at, I'm thinking, would I use that more than once? Yes, that's true. Uh,
1: So that's why I I do have some stances that I hardly ever use. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I have a lot of stances. I will admit admit that. Not so many expensive ones. I have a few expensive ones, um, Tim Holtz. But for the most part, I have uh, cheaper ones. Uh, But I, I have learned through the years that I like those that I use the most are with some kind of pattern. Mm -hmm, repeated mm -hmm. pattern Uh, it might be dots um, diamonds and so that's the kind of stencil I would recommend some kind of pattern that because you would use that over and over again Mm -hmm. I don't use I have a stencil of a tree
0: I have used it once I think (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah yeah.
1: definitely uh, some kind of pattern of some sort
0: yes so essentially this is our list of essential extras so your recommendation if I'm hearing you correctly is to go for a, a pattern yes. um, because it would be more likely to to be used a bit more often yes. um, and that you know once you're kind of into your art journaling and you want to add to your stencil collection that's when you can start to buy your specifics yes. so your stencil of a tree um, I've I've seen lots of fantastic stencils of faces for example um, and you know the thought that keeps going through my mind is I could draw a face why would I buy a stencil yes <laughs> but do you know what I think when you're just simply wanting to do some art journaling and not actually think about having to design and draw something I think that's where a stencil of a face could potentially come into play would you would you agree with that? Or do you think that that's maybe just stretching it a little bit too far?
1: No, I totally agree with you. And, and some people, they get insecure painting a face. So a stencil of a face is, is fantastic. Mm-hmm. So I have actually one face. And I didn't bought it myself. I got it as a gift. But mm-hmm. I've used it a couple of times. I have it. Uh, and I think it's a great idea to, if you feel uncomfortable to draw or paint a face on your own why not get a stencil of a face
0: mhm mhm yeah i mean I, I i agree um i think for for somebody who's starting out with art journaling doesn't necessarily know how to draw um stencils um, of things specific things like faces if it's not too detailed um then you have the option of kind of changing it um you know if you if you wanted to Leave off the hair and have a different style of hair. You you can just stencil in the the actual face. Um, if you have you know a a more fuller um, stencil. But then equally, there's also um stencils that you it's just simply the face and there isn't the the details on it. So you you can add whatever hair you want to add.
1: Actually, I know uh, of someone that uh, sell uh, stencils of faces only. And then she has uh, uh, different kinds of eyes.
0: Uh-huh. And you
1: can put it together. Uh, it's a uh, Jane port, I think. It's oh, yes.
0: Yes, I'm familiar she has with those Jane kind of, yeah. yeah.
1: So you can put together whatever you like from her. She has different kinds of stencils.
0: Yes. And I think, I think you know, that's the rabbit hole that you can potentially get down yes. um, <laughs> with, with art journaling is adding to your collection. But certainly, I think having um, a couple of go-to stencils Um, is is very helpful and and helps to to help you with either doing your background or coming up with a focal point such as having um either uh, you know like a tree or faces um and is it not um it's a Dina Wakeley that that does she does some um faces does she not
1: yes I think so
0: too yeah um uh, and but also there are stencils of um figures as well so sort of abstract figures and that kind of thing um so there's lots of choice and it again it sort of comes down to personal preference doesn't it and what kinds of things that you're drawn to yes okay so that leads us on to um essential extra item number four i'm thinking see there's there's two things that potentially come into four you could either say it's four and five or you can say it's four because you can't really have one without the other. Or can you? And that I'm thinking is ink pads and stamps. Mm-hmm. You
1: can actually use uh, uh, paint, but it said you had to clean it right away after.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. And
1: that's also another rabbit hole I'm going down. I have a lot of stamps. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. I love stamps. And for me, when it comes about art journaling, well, that's about pattern too. But I also love words. Words. Mm -hmm. And it it doesn't have to be words that you can really see right away what it says. It's like, you you, you know, that kind of uh, handwriting, old-fashioned handwriting. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, so like scripts. Yes, scripts. And, uh, um, and I when I stamp with it, I don't, I, I don't like to get it all. So it looks, uh, how can I say this? That you see the writing all through. Mm-hmm. I like almost like a ghosty stamp. Like this, yeah. so you don't read. It's just for a very interesting background.
0: Yeah, and I've, I've seen people um, using things like alphabet stamps um, to, to actually stamp out their quote that they want to add yes. to um, their, um, you know, the message that they want to use to, the, to their art journal page. Uh, but again, f- I think I struggle a little bit um, with the idea that, you know, you buy one alphabet stamp, it's quite expensive. Um, and then you, you know, you've got the same font in everything that you're doing um but that's not to say that that's not, that's not okay because <laughs> you can use it in different ways you can do it directly onto the page you can stamp it onto something different and add that to it yeah. do you know what i mean you you can always switch it up a little bit so that it's not always necessarily the same but that's just my personal experience that i yeah. i i struggle a little bit with the voice in my head that that says you know why buy that It's you know you'll end up using the same thing and it's the same as I was saying for the stencils and I suppose uh, what it comes down to is having the space to be able to store the different items that you actually want to purchase. Yes. So it's a it's a difficult. I'm I'm not sure that I can actually come up with any advice how to get over that overwhelm of what do I actually buy other than simply saying make a decision yes (laughs) (laughs) toss a coin yes (laughs) (laughs) just buy something if that's what you want to if you want to do stamping buy something yes I think um, a starter for 10 is probably a script stamp that seems to get used a lot Mm -hmm. there's also um, patterns as well yes. again that's something that can potentially be used a lot uh, and then you've got your individuals of um your your focal points yes. so that could be faces like we were talking it's, it's the same with the stamp with the stencils so your your um you know your your items your faces your trees your your birds your you know whatever flowers. specifically sorry flowers <laughs> yes yes exactly flowers um, so it's about being drawn to whatever you are drawn to and decide to to actually use. There are mounted stamps on wood. there's um unmounted stamps uh so in order to use the unmounted stamps, potentially you need to have something to uh, an acrylic block to stick it to there's they're, they're self sticky they stick themselves to the the acrylic blocks. However, having said that, I have seen people using things like CD cases. Yes, I have seen that too. Um <laughs> uh, it's, it's something solid, isn't it, to be able yes. to get a, a decent um stamp from it. Yeah. Um but then equally I've seen um I've actually seen people using uh their stamps without something solid behind them, particularly um if it's background and you're not really necessarily looking for a clean stamped image. Yeah, and that's how um,
1: I used when I use my um the scripts, I use my hands only and,
0: and not get it clean. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Interestingly, um, the artist James Burke, he has an interesting way of using stamps. He designs his own stamps. Um, and I have to confess, I've been tempted on a number of occasions to buy his stamps, uh, but found it really difficult um, to justify paying the, the, the postage from the States to here. Um, because it was it was double the price of the actual stamp set in the first instance. Oh my goodness! <laughs> uh, you know, so um, it's it's a bit. Uh, I don't know that I want to spend. I mean, we're talking like ten pounds for for postage. Yeah. That's a lot of money for postage. Yes. yes. So I, I, I struggle to 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 justify spending that kind of money, um, but. He designs his stamps in a way that um it can be used for different things so um a, a flower petal for example doesn't necessarily make a flower oh um that he, interesting yeah he 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 can use um the shape to make a headdress or a collar or do, do you know what I mean he he, yeah. he, he he does he does use his stamps in a a, a completely different way and the the one stamp could be, you know, you wouldn't necessarily know it's the same stamp for everything that he's he's doing. That's kind of um getting into the realms of extras above on top of the extras. Yes. <laughs> so it's more extra skill rather than the extra items, if that makes sense. Yes, it makes sense. And certainly um worth checking out James Burke for sure, um, on on how he, he does. He he's he's a little bit more Um, He does art journaling, but he's a little bit more illustrative. Illustrative. That's easy for me to say, isn't it? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So he does more illustrations. He does some mixed media, um, but he doesn't tend... I mean, he does do some layers, but he doesn't tend to necessarily use the acrylics, although he does sometimes. Um, He is a big fan of watercolours and um, inks and pens and things. Um, he's definitely very interesting to to watch. So if you look at his style of art journaling, you could actually throw our five essential items for art journaling out the window Um, because he doesn't tend to use gesso, he doesn't tend to use paint. But it's a, it's a, a whole different style of art journaling that he does. I, I you know I've, I've kind of gone off on this tangent, and I'm not really sure where I'm going with it now. I, I think I think what that does is it really kind of shows that as much as you try and come up with these lists to help people out, there's always the exception to the rule, isn't there? Yes, for sure. So obviously, I'm getting a little bit off topic, kind of a tad, you know, just a little tangent. Um, so let me draw it back in so we've been talking about ink pads and stamps um with the ink we've talked a lot about the stamps i I think it's worth maybe kind of talking a little bit about the ink pads and our experiences with ink pads because again like everything else there is a whole plethora of different types of ink pads oh sure what, what kind of experience have you had with ink pads? Well, that's again, I, I
1: was watching different kind of YouTube videos and uh, I wanted something that was that I decided from the beginning, something that is uh, when it's dry, it's permanent. Uh-huh. Because I don't like the idea of messing things up. Mm-hmm. So I, w- I wanted for sure something that was permanent and that was uh, uh, ranges. Is it ranges? It starts with an A. Oh, um, archival, archival inks. Yes, those are the ones that I use, and I I stick to them. Like I said, when, I'm, when I start with something, I stick with it if I like it. So, and I I really like those. So I have a different kind of a different kind of colors in archival inks. Uh huh. And yes, I like it that they they are permanent. So there are a lot of inks, like you said, and some are not permanent, and some people enjoy that too. So, if,
0: but not for me. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. Certainly, uh huh, uh huh. Certainly, with the non permanent, um, that's a, it's a, a really good ink to use if you're going to use some of James Burke's stamping. Mm-hmm. Um, because if it's not permanent, it means that it can be changed. Yes. And what he tends to do is he tends to, he doesn't um, ink it and then put it straight onto the page. He will ink it, stamp it, then put it onto the page so yes. it it doesn't show particularly strong um and he will then um either take some water and take off some of the lines or he will just leave the lines and he will simply um use a pencil um color pencil and and draw around uh, the stamped image and change his lines to where he wants it to to be um so that that there's benefit in both permanent. In other words, keeping it there like you you enjoy, yeah. um, and um, having it non permanent so that the lines can be changed. Um, yeah. because then what happens is when he then goes in with his watercolors, um, that then um takes away what was left of that particular ink. So it really comes down to what kind of an uh technique that you want to be trying with your ink pads and stamps yes and I think the other thing that trips a lot of people up and again it comes down to too much choice there is a load of different colors you you touched on it you have different colors of ink pads yes. so somebody starting out I mean an ink pad what's the price of an ink pad nowadays I'm not 100% sure is it around maybe about five pounds my money maybe Um, which not is about either. the price of a magazine perhaps <laughs> yes I think something like that I haven't bought
1: one for a while for but because they last a long time at least mm-hmm. mine do
0: <laughs> yeah yeah
1: but, you know how do you choose what color well the first color i i picked was actually black, ink uh-huh. black uh-huh. because i thought that that's a good one to have because yeah if you want you can use it however you like with a black one but I, I think that's a good start to have a black one or a, a gray
0: one could also be good mm-hmm. something ne- neutral Yes, yeah. well. so I think. Yeah. That's good. I think. Um, I think a dark color is that you know. Um, picking a dark color in the yes. first instance, your yes. first one, um, a reasonably dark color, um, is probably the best best bet. And again, it depends on what you're looking at. Um, why you're wanting to to buy it. Um, if it's just simply only for art journaling, then you know it doesn't really matter the color. Um. If you're thinking that, you know, if you're going to do art journaling and then maybe do some um, card making, then a black um, probably is a, a good a good choice. Um, instead of buying the big ink pads, I bought um, little small square ones.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and so I bought lots of uh, different colours to be able to get a little bit more of a choice of colours to, to yeah. actually own um, without paying the big bucks for the the, the, the pads and I think um, I think there's potentially that you can actually buy sets of the little um, the little square ink pads as well yes Um, uh, and I do believe I've seen one of the big ink pads um, with uh, that's divided into different colors within the one one ink pad yes um, I've seen that one too Um, but I think that's a little bit more difficult to get the one color onto your your stamp, depending on what you're using. I guess it depends on what you're looking for. To start out with, it's perfectly okay to have one colour. And as you say, maybe a black or a grey or, you know, and perhaps even a darker brown um, might be a good option to, to purchase in the first instance. So we've got four items. So we've got one glue, two collage materials, three stencils, four ink pads and stamps because although you could argue that they're separate I think um, in order to be able to to use a stamp you need something to to, to stamp with um, and uh, so we've decided that ink pads um, is uh, the, the, the fourth item what do you think should be the fifth and our final essential extra item for art journaling well what comes on
1: my mind is Posca pens.
0: Oh yes, Posca pens.
1: Black or black and white. I need to have both those.
0: Yeah, yeah. And those you can use for
1: making marks. Mhm. And also you can write. So you don't need those alphabet <laughs> stamps. You can write yourself. Of
0: course, yeah. So that's my my fifth. What do you think? Yeah, no, I I agree. Um I think pens are Yes. Are definitely something that I've I've seen um being being used in a lot of art journaling. It has a lot of applications. Yes, posca pens are brilliant. They write on anything, don't they? Yes, they uh, do. Uh, posca pens essentially are acrylic paint inside them, aren't they? Yes. Black and white would definitely be your s- starter for 10. In terms of size, because I know you get different nib sizes. Yeah. What sizes do you use?
1: Well, I don't ha- have the the smallest one. I, I have kind of a medium, you could say. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I don't yeah. want too large. Or, well, I have some larger ones. You can do great dots with those. <laughs> yeah. But I, I usually go for the medium size.
0: Yeah, yeah. Go for the middle ground, isn't it? That's <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, there's so, again, it's that whole, it's a rabbit hole you could go down with pens. I would probably say Posca pens is, is my top tip for, for buying a pen because they pretty much essentially um, write on everything. But the other, um, now, um, is it Sakura that do the, the white white gel pen? that a lot of art journalists yeah, use
1: what do you call it Sing, signal no what do you call it is it sigma no not sigma is it signal signal Uni. Signal. signal yes. signal
0: uniball yes that's it signal uniball that's the pen that they, they all talk about isn't it the white one yes i love that one too uh so you know pens it could be a ballpoint pen it could be um a brush pen it could be Uh, You know, it's just, again, we could potentially do a whole podcast just talking about pens, couldn't we? Yellow Rolls (laughs) pens. Yeah, yeah, there's just so many. Yeah, so many. But essentially, again, it's about finding the pen to suit your particular type of art journaling, isn't it? Yes. There's um, fountain pens. I love fountain pens. I, I haven't
1: gone down that rabbit hole no
0: (laughs) (laughs) i i have a couple of different fountain pens um i have the the cartridge type fountain pen that you can put the little cartridge of ink in your your pen um but i also have um i have dip pens so seem
1: to recall that you have that one in glass don't you have one that is in glass
0: yes that's right i have a glass one that is i really use it um I, I tend to just um look at it because yeah. it's quite pretty yeah um, it's pretty. Uh, but yeah um i have the the glass uh, dip pen as well um that that writes very very fine that's that's lovely to to, to write with um yes. the glass one yeah. um but yeah that was uh, i love that pen it, it, it comes down to what's what's your style um yeah you know, if, if you're if you're doing a lot of um, acrylic paints on your art journal page, um, then perhaps the the Posca pens are the, the you know going to be the the thing for you uh, because they do tend to to write on everything. And depending on whether you've got a darker um, color on your page or a lighter color, will determine whether or not you use a black or a white pen um, to to be able to do your mark making, whatever that. It may, be. it may be that you're writing a little bit of journaling down, something to kind of uh, describe how your day has been or whether it's a quote that you're writing. Um, essentially, it comes down to uh, the types of journaling that you are going to be wanting to do. And I suspect that you will be watching the videos that resonate with you, the things that you're drawn to, the, the um, art journaling styles that you're drawn to. And you will potentially pick up what kinds of pens that the specific makes of the pens uh, that you're going to want to purchase for your progress. It's not something that I think that we can necessarily um, recommend today of the specific types, because I think there are too many types and too many types of art journaling for us to be able to narrow it down to any particular recommendations would you agree with that
1: Oh, I totally agree
0: so if you were to uh, if someone was to say to you I want to start out in art journaling and I want pens what's what's the best advice that you would give someone for picking the types of pens that that they need
1: well watch a lot of videos different kind of videos and see what draws to you what oh that looks very interesting and Maybe I should try that one. It can sometimes get a little bit if you watch a lot. Maybe you don't, you get confused. Mm -hmm. But maybe just sit down and and think about what do I want to do with my pen? Mm -hmm. uh, So uh, if you buy those that are not so very expensive, you can try different kinds and try yourself where to go, what Mm -hmm. you like, what you don't like. Mm -hmm, mm yeah you have to try because if you don't try you don't know (laughs) Mm
0: -hmm, mm -hmm,
1: mm -hmm, yes I mean I have tried pens that I didn't like so away with them (laughs) Mm
0: -hmm, yes I've bought pens that um you know I've seen other art journalers use and Mm -hmm. um just didn't get on with them um I I didn't have the same experience that they did you know um and and so and again that this is not this is not like the whole list of things that you could actually use for art journaling there's a whole heap of different supplies that you could still potentially buy um this these this conversation has really been around the five essential extras so it's perhaps you could say it's the most popular items it's not an end result of, of what you have to have there's lots of different things that you could still potentially buy the idea behind this discussion was really to try and help people to find ways to make their choice a little bit easier. Uh, I don't know if we've succeeded in that um, because, you know, if, if you and I have difficulty choosing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, it comes down to easily that you, you have to try and find your way. What do I like? What don't I like? So mm-hmm. it's, it's just that.
0: You have to try yourself. Yeah, yeah. So there you have it, folks. That is our... Five essential extras for art journaling. Number one, glues. Number two, collage materials. Number three, stencils. Number four, ink pads and stamps. And last but not least, number five, and Posca pens. Yay!
1: (laughs) And speaking of Posca pens, I just had to get this in here. I just got my very first gold. Posca pen the other day, and I'm excited to try it out. <laughs> oh, I, it's funny. I was just about to ask you how did you get on, but obviously you haven't tried it out yet. No, I haven't tried it yet because I just got it yesterday. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm going to try it. Oh, fantastic! So yeah. I look forward to hearing how you get on with your new gold Posca pen. So thank you everybody for listening. I hope that we have uh given you some food for thought and maybe some help to clear some of those thought blockages and just make a decision what would you like to try toss a coin if you need to don't forget look after your mental well-being because nobody else can and we will be back next week so take care everybody that's bye-bye from me and it's bye-bye from me